what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spirit Filled Real Talk podcast. Oh my goodness. There are some pearls of wisdom, some golden nuggets that I'm going to drop on you today. So highlight this episode, save this episode, share it with a friend. You can copy the link and easily share it. Just copy it and drop it in a note on your phone if you have to. But this is going to be one that maybe listen again and take to your quiet time. I'm going to make it very simple and very plain. But if you can really grasp this revelation and what I drop here today, it will absolutely change your life. Here for it? All right, then keep listening. So a download came to me about how when we are walking in fear, one of the ways that you can check yourself and really catch yourself before you wreck yourself is to see and to recognize or just have that self-awareness that you are rationalizing. Rationalizing, okay? So rationalize, if you are a word nerd like myself, let me let me break it down. It's an attempt to explain or justify one's own or another's behavior or attitude with logical plausible reasons, even if these are not true or appropriate. Okay. Interesting, right? We can really convince ourselves into reasoning or for providing an excuse or giving an explanation as to why we didn't show up as our highest self or why we didn't follow through on that action that we knew and we were led to follow through on, okay? So to rationalize means to bring into accord with reason or cause something to seem reasonable, okay? Especially to attribute one's actions to rational and creditable motives without analysis, without analysis of true and especially unconscious motives. Dang. Oh my goodness. Think about that word, okay? Really, really interesting. Think about your own life right now. Do you have a tendency to rationalize things? to justify them, to defend yourself, to try to vindicate yourself, to make excuses, to make allowances for, okay? I shared on social media, if you're not following me on Instagram, it's Miss MS Juliana Page, but I shared on there the other day that what we believe, we build, and what we doubt, we delay, So a lot of times when we start entertaining fear, when we start partnering with anxiety, with doubt, 
with insecurity, with inferiority, with things that are very human to do. But again, remember, we have the Holy Spirit (laughs) and the power of God inside of us so we can partner differently, right? We can partner with God and we can activate different things, different tools in our lives to get different outcomes, to literally release heaven on earth, to bring transformation, to speak to mountains and let them move, right? We can actually activate very different things. But what we have a tendency to do is to partner with fear, and this can manifest in different ways. And one is in the form of rationalizing. And so what I want to hold up right here from the jump is that rationalizing is what it sounds like. Rational lies. We start to partner with rational lies. They're not true. They're not true. A lot of times these rational lies sound good. They sound great, actually. We can make all the excuses and they can be valid. A lot of times these are rooted in our feelings and feelings are not facts, right? You may have heard me say that before. Feelings are not facts. But rational lies, we have to be careful with this and really pay attention Okay, and even ask people around you and get feedback. Do I have a tendency to rationalize? Like, just see what they might say if you're bold (laughs) and brave and willing to take some feedback. But they make sense. Rational lies make sense. We know exactly what to say to get people to leave us alone or to guide people to give us the benefit of the doubt or to let us off the hook. Like we know how to do that. We're very smart. But do you want to be right or do you want to walk out obedience? Do you want to be right or do you want to agree and partner with the truth? Right? Again, rational lies, they take you somewhere. And when you sow lies, you reap the fruit of them as well. And so you're not building according to faith. And it's very common to be going back and forth, to be operating in fear and operating in faith. But the more aware you become, the more intentional you can become as well to activate faith instead of fear. Okay? But when you're activating both, you become double-minded. And a double-minded man, woman, is unstable in all ways. All right? So think about this. The frequency of fear reduces our lives in so many ways. It makes us small. We start hiding. We silence our voice. We don't show up. We make allowance for things that just aren't okay. But we rational, we rationalize. We partner with lies and we make that okay. And it's not okay. And we do this suddenly. We stack it over time and get really good at doing it. And it's subtle, just like the enemy. That's how the enemy likes to operate, subtle right? It can make sense to us. Doesn't mean it's true though, right? And we start stacking that, that becomes a habit, that becomes a pattern. That's how we show up. And then sure enough, we're far from what we know we deserve. And from what we know we are supposed to be being and doing in the world, okay? So the frequency of fear reduces our lives in so many ways. And the frequency of faith, what I call God's vibes, and partnering with God and activating God's presence in our lives, inviting God's presence into our lives, activating his character, his fruit of the spirit in our lives, releasing heaven on earth, connecting with God, receiving solutions and strategies for for what to build and how to show up in the seasons that we're in. The frequency of faith and God's vibes levels up our lives. It calls us higher. That is high performance. 
right? So if you're a high achiever, you'll appreciate this. Walking with God is peak performance. (laughs) Absolutely it is because it's going to call you higher. And a lot of times when we look higher, when we call higher, when we call on higher, right? We're being raised. Humble yourself and the Lord will lift you up. But a lot of times we don't do that, right? We lower ourselves and we go lower, okay? So what you can do here, because a lot of times we rationalize to, again, defend ourselves, make an excuse for why we didn't show up, give ourselves permission to stay in a low place. If you work with a coach, a coach, a good coach (laughs) will not let you do that. A good coach will not enable you to stay in a low or limited place, right? They, they can meet you where you are, but they're not gonna let you stay there. That is love. That is love, okay? That's one of the greatest blessings of having a coaching relationship in your life, all right? So what you can do here, what an opportunity to do is, is recognize what is the hunger? What is the motive that is driving the rationalizing in your life? Oh, well, I don't want people to think that, oh, is it people-pleasing that's driving the rationalizing? Oh, I don't want to be seen as, I don't want people to know that, I feel insecure that, right? Check out the hunger or the motive that is driving the rationalizing. A lot of times it's to protect ourselves, which is rooted in fear if you go deeper into the motive. Okay, maybe there's a desire to be seen a certain way in the world versus accepting who you are and being that person. Maybe there's a desire to appear perfect and like you have it all together rather than humbling yourself and trusting in God and relying on his strength for his power is made perfect in our weakness. Right. And giving God the glory. Right. So very enlightening when you can pause and you can say, oops. I'm doing that thing again. I am rationalizing. I'm partnering with lies and I don't do that. (laughs) The way my life is set up, that is not my standard. I don't partner with lies and I don't stack them either. Meaning I don't keep partnering with lies over and over and over and reaping the fruit of that. That's not it because that there's consequences to that, right? When you partner with lies, you get the fruit of that too. But when you partner with faith, you also produce different results in your life. Okay. You get different outcomes. So when you recognize, oh, that's not who I am. That's not what I do. This is actually what I do. And now here's how I'm going to shift and walk this thing out. So much power in just being able to be self-aware so that you can pivot in the moment rather than activating yourself, right? That had that old tendency, that old habit. You can partner with God and activate the new, bold, brave, courageous habits, and practice, okay? And the habits that you prioritize, those actually become your lifestyle. So you can make it a habit of choosing faith, of building up your faith. And how does faith come? That might be your question. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Not just hearing some cool, entertaining message or reading a self-help book, but hearing the word of God. I was sharing with a client the other day, that I had a season in my life, I call it The Purge, which I think is hilarious because I think that might even be like a Netflix show, not related. (laughs) But 
I had this season in my life where I was like a self-help junkie, okay? Like I have been on a self-help journey since I was 10. Since I knew, I think literally one of the first books that I read was Chicken Soup for the Soul. And I'm like, yes, these are my people. They know how to turn pain into power. <laughs> they know how to, how to change things for good and be a force for good. Like these are my people, right? Like they don't get stuck in their story. They create, right? They create their reality. So I'm like, yes. So I was on this personal development journey from a very early age, definitely a self-help junkie. And there came a, a season in my life where I was very hungry to connect with God. I didn't know if that was possible, but I was hungry for it. And I was determined to find out. Okay. It was almost like, okay, well, you've tried all the things, right? Why not try God? <laughs> if those other things are letting you down. Why not try God? And if he lets you down, like, at least you'll know. Okay. So I was about giving that my full effort. And in that season, I was led to get rid of all of the books that I had. And I just heard you only need one, the B-I-B-L-E. That is all you need. And I'm like, well, I probably need to go buy one of those. But <laughs> I literally got rid of, donated all the books that I had been standing on. Okay, because understanding is the truth that you stand under. And if I was really going to stand under God's truth and let that be the authority in my life, I would have to be willing to release lesser things. Not again that I don't read self-help books today or something, right? They, they, I'm led to different things and to different teachers and such by God now, which is different. But I had to be willing to release them to open myself up to what... I was there to really receive and learn so that I could be renewed and have a sanctified imagination and mind and really partner with God and what he wants to build and develop in me and let him lead me in that versus me just being self-sufficient, self-directed, independent, all the things, right? So for what that's worth, sometimes it takes that a purging of whatever's not serving you. I do this full out in my life, whether that's, you know, the road, the wardrobe that I have doesn't seem fitting for the season that I'm in or the season that I'm entering into, or, you know, anything that feels just like heavier, like clutter, I will get rid of it and make space for whatever God wants to do next. Okay. So rather than defending, oh, well, I have all these books because I need them or I'm going to need to access it later. Right. I'm like, nope, like my main intention is to partner with God here and just create space for the word, the word, and see what comes from that, okay? So think about that. What are you hungry for? Because I was hungry for God, I was willing to let go of other things. So your hunger and your appetite is very revealing, so pay attention to what your hunger is in this season because the enemy can use that as a tool to manipulate you big time, big time, okay? So really, really think about that. It really doesn't matter what you know if you don't have the knowing. The knowing is what I call that intuitive hit, but the, the wisdom, the direction from Holy Spirit, right? There's just a knowing that comes over you. Like, I don't know why, I'm being led to do this, but I know better than to think that I need the why. I'm just going to trust it and take action and follow through on this thing. I'm just going to, I'm just going to obey. All right. Because when, again, one foot, 
we literally live our lives in a double-minded way, it's almost like having one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. We don't get anywhere. And we can stay in that space for a long time just because we're stubborn. Okay, but when you're really serious about building and growing with God, God will see that in how you are making your efforts and what your motives are and what's driving you. God looks at the heart. Man will look at the outward appearance, but God will look at the heart. And God will start with you right where you are, but he will start this process with you when you start. God starts when you do. So if you want to keep testing or keep playing or keep going around the mountain, God will allow you to do that. He's given you free will. God does not control. (laughs) He doesn't manipulate. Okay, he invites you into relationship with him and to do life differently with him. But that's something that you initiate. He's already made himself available to you, but that's something that you pursue, that you initiate, that you get to be diligent about. Okay, so just think about that. Where are you partnering with rational lies in your life? Where are you rationalizing or making excuses for yourself? And maybe that is the very area that God wants to redeem with you in this season so that you can get a different outcome. And your investment, right, really reveals if you're ready to step into what's next for you and show up for it. Your investment, what you are willing to invest in will reveal that, okay? So check that out. Sometimes we need to disciple our ambition and disciple ourselves and discipline ourselves, right? And not just let ourselves run crazy. For example, if you have a tendency just to have a monkey mind, let your mind just wander, what does the word actually say? Take the word at the word. Take every thought captive that is exalting itself above the truth. That's not just hanging out and like letting any thought float through your mind. That's like being like, nope, I cast that down and out of my mind and I partner with truth and I decree and declare. Usually the opposite, but whatever the word of God says, right? So you're actually doing some work there. There's effort to enter into the rest of God. If you're going to exert any effort, let it be to enter into the rest of God, okay? So when you think about obedience, it's helpful to hear some scripture, some truth, right? Because that's what creates faith. When you hear it and your spirit recognizes it, you can start partnering with it, okay? So John 14, 15 says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will obey my word, right? Peter says to the apostles in Acts 5.29, we must obey God rather than man. So sometimes when we're tested and we see different conflicts coming up with man, it's a test so that we can see our motives. Are we still moved to please men or are we moved to please God? Who do we really want to obey here? Okay. 1 John 5.3 says, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. So sometimes the enemy can see this lie like, oh, well, if I do that, it's not going to work anyway. Or I don't get the word. It's just so hard and complicated, right? Like these are lies. But these lies, if we're not careful and if we're not practicing some self-awareness, right? If we're not renewing our mind, these lies can become truth for us 
even though they're not true, these lies can become the rules that we live by. We make them our idol. We make them our truth when they really are not rooted and grounded and anchored in the truth. Okay? Subtle. But when you pay attention, when you see it, this will change your life. Okay? Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There's your strategy. I'm willing to grow in wisdom and understanding. I'm willing to grow in discernment. I'm willing to understand God and learn about God, develop relationship with God, understand his kingdom, understand what moves his heart. I'm willing to do that. And I'm willing to be obedient with what I receive, with what I hear, with how I'm directed. And I'm just going to trust that that is what is required. And as God sees me faithfully doing that, meaning consistently, <laughs> as God sees my heart, as he sees me walking that out, I will see the fruit, which is eating the good of the land. Okay. Check this one out. Luke 646. Why do you call me Lord? Lord, and do not do what I tell you. Interesting, right? So when you think about you can have a Lord and you can have a Savior. A lot of people have a Savior, but they don't want to have a Lord. So is God really the Lord and Savior of your life? You can think about it. Think through it that way. Is God the Lord and Savior of your life? Think through that. Exodus 23:22 says, "But if you carefully obey his voice and do all that he says, then he will be an enemy to your enemy and an adversary to your adversaries." I don't know about you, but I don't want to fight my own battles. So that sounds like a really great promise, right? Psalm 119:30, this is practical. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. My desire is to be faithful and I set your rules before me. When you choose to be faithful, you set God's rules before you. Nobody has to tell you to do that. You change that. You change your pursuit and then your appetite will change. Change your pursuit and then your appetite will change. Okay? John 14, 31. But I do as the Father has commanded me. So that the world may know that I love the Father. Mm. And then lastly, Luke eleven twenty eight. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Mm-mm-mm. So, so good. So, so powerful. So the invitation <laughs> on today is to consider... Have you been partnering with rational lies in your life? Where have you been rationalizing rather than trusting? And sometimes trust can feel like a stretch. Sometimes we don't, we don't know if you've really practiced distrust and if you've really practiced self-sufficiency and independence and really not having to trust people. <laughs> If you've been practicing that, then trust can feel like a really big reach or a really big stretch, right? So different ways to view trust, okay? Trust can be a surrender. When there's a tendency for you to rise up and for you to fill the gap, trust could be a fall back and letting and creating of a space for God to move. 
okay? Whereas you are the person that rises up and makes it happen, where you are the person that fills in the gap, where you are the one that always has the answers, where you are the one that always figures it out. Trust could be falling back, a surrender, and letting God show up, letting God fill the gap, letting God fill that space. Rather than playing God, you fall back and you let God be God. That could be developing trust. And faith will increase when you start seeing God show up in your doing of that. Okay? Trust, building trust, could be a letting go. Man, I've been in this habit and this practice of trying to control this thing, trying to push this thing, trying to force this thing, trying to manipulate this thing, trying to run my agenda. But you know what? When I feel that, that like pressure, that like cray cray me starting to to build and starting to rise up in me, I don't have to activate him or her. I can say, you know what? Nope. Nope. We're not doing that today. I'm going to zip my mouth right now. I'm not going to say something when that's my old pattern. (laughs) I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Lord, let the meditation of my mouth, let the meditation of my heart be good and pleasing in your sight. (laughs) Let the meditation of my heart be good and pleasing in your sight because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Lord, keep a guard over my mouth that I might not sin against you, right? That is practicing something different than what is easy to do, right? Life gets easier when you trust. Not always easier when you choose the easy way out. There's no shortcuts. Growth is the shortcut, okay? (laughs) Growth is the shortcut. Trust could also be leaning in to God. I trust that just literally reading your word and me starting my day with you. Seek the kingdom first and all these other things shall be added unto you. I trust that as I seek you, You're going to maximize my time. You're going to multiply my time, actually. And you're going to cause things to to work together for my good, right? Which is going to maximize my time. It's going to save a lot of time. It's going to prevent me from having to figure it all out, right? There's what's on my plate, and I'm going to handle that. And there's what's on God's plate, and I'm going to let you handle that, okay? So trust can be a letting go. It can be a surrender. But a lot of times, that is what the invitation is when you are rationalizing. When you find yourself rationalizing, you can recognize, oh, I'm trying to defend myself. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to play God. I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to people please. I'm falling back into those patterns of codependency. I'm trying to play God and make this all work. When really... This is an invitation to surrender. This is an invitation to let go. This is an invitation to trust and to partner with God, to partner with faith, to activate the word of God in my life and what that says, right? Let God be God in your life. Let what God says be true and the enemy a liar. You don't have to partner with the liar and the lies. You can partner with God and the truth, okay? That's always available to you right? That's always available. We get to choose walking with God. We get to choose life. Literally, I've set before you life and death. Choose life. (laughs) Not going to tell you what to do, but choose life, right? That's available to us, okay? 
I would argue that when you're rationalizing, you are not choosing life. You are choosing to play small. You are choosing to let yourself off the hook. You're choosing to dodge something, to run from something, to hide. And that's not serving you. You might have even created a case for yourself that that does serve you somehow, but that does not serve you. The truth shall set you free. May be more difficult. It might feel inconvenient in the moment, but the truth will set you free. And the more you stack truth in your life, the more you partner with faith in your life, the more you'll see the fruit of that in your life. Okay? And when you want more righteousness, peace, joy in your life, it really comes down to what you're partnering with. All right? So today, (laughs) I invite you to think about where you're exerting all of this extra energy, wasting energy, really, partnering with lies and rationalizing. Rational lies, they sound true, but they ain't. And they really only are holding you back. When you could choose to simply obey, simply obey and expect favor in your life. Expect favor. That is your portion when you walk with God. You get to expect favor. The kingdom of God is not or. It's actually and. So for example, when I'm working with folks, it's like, oh, well, I really want this thriving, successful business. This legacy is really important to me. I want to provide for my kids and my kids' kids and future generations. And I just feel like if I have that, I have to choose. I have to choose building that or I have to choose my relationship with my partner. The kingdom is not or, it's and. Obviously, you get to do that and have a thriving relationship. You don't have to choose. You do get both. You do get both. And when you're partnering with God, he'll guide you in how to do that so that you can manage what is on your plate. Manage what is on your plate. And you start trusting God and God's leading and God's guidance. The more you make space for him in your life, the more you're communicating with him. That's prayer. Prayer Yes, it can be asking, it can be giving thanks, it can be giving praise, but it's at its simplest form, communicating with God, talking with God, listening from listening to God, being patient and waiting on an answer from God, receiving guidance from God, and then obeying that in your life. And as you do that, you grow in trusting God and trusting his guidance and trusting his leadership, okay? So the lesson today is leave space for God in your life. If you are a gap filler, if you are a doer, fall back a second, create space for God and let him fill the gap. This will feel crazy. Your flesh will freak out in the beginning, for sure. And it is a practice But challenge yourself, what do you want to get good at? Do you want to get good at fear and control? Or do you want to get good at love and trust? Both are, they're all available to you, but you get to choose. Choose life. Choose life. Rationalize. Sound great, but they ain't. All right? 
So I'm going to leave you with that today. Lots to percolate over, right? And lots of goodness. Again, pearls of wisdom, golden nuggets, lots of one-liners. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Now, transformation happens as you walk out of process. Okay, it's great to hear a really uplifting or validating and affirming word. So awesome. Okay, but the transformation, the real lasting life change happens in investing in the process of walking this out. And I have found that coaching is the way of doing that. That's not just something that we can do on our own. We might have convinced ourselves, well, I'll just figure it out. I always do, right? We might still treat ourselves that way, right? But if you really want to accelerate your learning curve, if you want to fast track yourself into a limitless life, if you want to make this very practical for you, coaching, the vehicle of coaching is a gift. It's a gift. And I have spots in the second quarter. I have a few spots available still. So if you want to get on the calendar and secure your development and walking this stuff out. Things that you hear on the podcast are just scratching the surface. (laughs) The depth that you can go, the experiential education that you can have, the applied learning that just totally changes your life, literally your life, no big deal, just your life, that's available to you. So go visit julianapage.com. I offer a free discovery call for 30 minutes. I have spots open on my calendar to hop in and do that free of charge for you. So you have no risk involved here. Go check that out. Go get signed up because those don't stay open. So make sure that you go do that. Another great way to take your learning further to make it practical and real for you so that you can actually get the fruit of it in your life is to get plugged into the God's Vibes Mastermind. The God's Vibes Mastermind is a discipleship program. This is not like a Netflix subscription that you kind of can just visit and zone out to. This is something that levels you up. Okay, this has to do with developing your substance. This has to do with developing your staying power. This has to do with breaking curses. This has to do with changing your future. Okay, and this is not something that is rushed. It's actually a three month program, but you get lifetime access to it. There's 12 different sections with video content and play sheets or fun sheets or homework, whatever you want to call that. There's weekly coaching and prayer calls and a community of people that are just becoming examples of what is possible when you partner with God. That is something that will uplevel your life in ways beyond what you think or imagine. So if you want to get plugged in there, there are applications open for that as well. You can find that on julianapage.com as well. Or I also have links to it on Instagram if you are following me over there. So lots of goodness. There's also books available on Jul- over at julianapage.com. There is a free training. You can also become a God's Vibes Insider. So all of that you can find over at julianapage.com. Go check it out. And until next time, stay blessed. Stay blessed.